0: Today is Tuesday, March 29th, 2022, and it's a great day to have a day here on the Spurs Up show, the best Gamecocks podcast on the internet. And on today's show, I break down tonight's game as South Carolina baseball returns to action to take on the Presbyterian Blue Hose in a midweek game at Founders Park. Guys, I'll break down the game in its entirety. First things first, we'll talk PC, they're pitching, they're hitting. Also, of course, South Carolina, who they're starting on the month tonight. Also, what to watch for, key player for the game, and I will lock in my prediction as well. Also, guys, some news and notes to get into on the hardwood for both men's and women's basketball. Guys, we got a packed show for you here on this Tuesday. And as always, it's brought to you by the Spurs Up Show Store. Guys, TSUS.store, the best Gamecocks merchandise on the internet. Be sure to check us out and stay tuned for all of our latest drops, including t-shirts, hoodies, pullovers, long sleeves, tank tops, koozies, stickers, flags, you name it. We got it. Everything you need to satisfy your Gamecocks merchandise needs. So again, guys, that's T-S-U-S dot store. T-S-U-S dot store. The best Gamecock merchandise on the internet. Let's get it. Boys and girls, happy Tuesday. Hope you're all doing well. I'm Chris Phillips, your host of the Spurs Up Show. As always, we have got a packed show for you here on this Tuesday. Of course, it is game day as South Carolina Baseball returns to action tonight at Founders Park. Going to dive into that much, much more. Also, some news on the hardwood that I want to get into. And again, I appreciate you all tuning in. Hope you're having a fantastic start to your week, and I hope this show does find you well no matter where you are, what you are doing. Again, a ton to get into. And like I said, very excited. we also got a beautiful week of weather in the city. It's a beautiful day in Columbia, South Carolina. And again, I hope it's beautiful wherever you are. And uh, like I said, hope you're having a fantastic start to your week and getting after it as we creep closer and closer to the month of April. You know, it's crazy, guys. I'm not rushing the end of the month away or looking too far ahead, but April, we have got a jam-packed month in the month of April would you think about the spring game, college baseball still going on, the national championship for both men's and women's basketball, the Masters, Major League Baseball. You feel like April, that month is sort of the official kickoff to spring and creeping into summer, if you will, and yours truly I'm a big summer guy, so I can't wait for the warm weather and pool season and beach season and lake season and all that good stuff. So, again, really, really exciting. But, again, we are talking here on this Tuesday. Tons to get into. Before we do, guys, just a quick reminder. Of course, tomorrow night we are live. At 10 roof, six to eight in the vista. Taking your questions, comments, calls, three dollar drafts, three dollar rumple, three dollar fireball as well. So again, would love to have you guys come out to that. It's always a good time on Wednesday night at 10 roof. So again, six to eight, ten roof in the vista. Can't wait to see you out there. And if you can't come out, we are streaming that also on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch as well, but guys, let's dive into it tonight on the Diamond. The Gamecocks, after winning a big series against Vanderbilt over the weekend, they'll return to action at the Friendly Confines, taking on the Presbyterian Blue Hose at Founders Park. 7 o'clock first pitch on the SEC Network Plus is where you can watch that. Of course, PC of the Big South, their head coach is Elton Pollock. Uh, been a bit of a rough start for PC to this season, 9-14 and overall, 1-5 in conference play. And in case you did not see it, uh, their last game was a forgettable one, or I guess a memorable one, depending on which side you're on. PC lost to Campbell by a final score of 36 to four. Yes, 36 to four in their Sunday game against Campbell. What's crazier about that is they only lost two of three to Campbell. They actually won the Saturday game over the Camels, 12 to eight before losing again on Sunday, 36-4. to So, PC is certainly on the pitching staff, no doubt, licking their wounds, and they will look to have a bounce-back performance in this game tonight at Founders Park. And let's start with the pitching staff for PC, and the numbers certainly reflect it's been a tough year thus far, 6.93 ERA. And on the mound, they will start Colby Klepper. He's 0-3 with a 6.23 ERA. So, again, Presbyterian just looking for answers uh, when it comes to on the mound at the plate it hasn't been much better thus far they're hitting 255 as a team you look at players to watch for Jay weatherington uh leads this group 333 average 7 rbi on the year you then look at jack gorman who's also hitting 333 a homer and 12 rbi and then eric toth who's hitting 326 with 3 home runs and 14 RBI. So again, some some capable bats for PC, but outside of those three guys, it has been a struggle again, hitting 255 as a team. They're looking for answers early on, both at the plate, swinging a stick, and on the bump as well. Now, you look at South Carolina. their starting pitcher tonight is Eli Jones. Get this guy's his first career start, his first ever appearance for South Carolina. This is a guy that came back from Tommy John Surgeon. Again, somebody that the game box will get back to their pitching staff, it looks like. So again a huge boost for South Carolina as they look to continue to add guys back who have gone down with injury. Eli Jones, into you know, the baseball, at least starting out the game tonight. And that's where we'll start, guys, when we talk what to watch for is the right-hander Eli Jones making his debut. And again, when you talk what this means, For South Carolina as a whole, their pitching staff, is Eli Jones going to be a guy, you know, true freshman. You look at his bio, true freshman from Stars Mill High School in Peachtree City, Georgia. Um he helped the Panthers win a state title in 2021, did not play his junior season of high school due to injury, had a career 1.41 ERA in 54 and two-thirds innings in high school, uh, was rated the number number 17 right in the and number 43 overall player in the state of Georgia by perfect game in the class of 2021, and was a perfect game preseason, all Southeast region honorable mention in 2021. So a guy that obviously is very talented, uh, we've heard good things about, but have not gotten to see a lot of him just due to injuries. Very excited for him to make his debut. Now, how long will he go? Obviously, coming off the injury, we saw Brett Thomas last week only win an inning or so. I would probably expect the same for Eli Jones, but at this point, guys, you're the Gamecocks, and, hey, we know it's been the bats, and the bats need to swing it and all that good stuff, but the more pieces you can add back in your rotation, the more pieces you can add back to your pitching staff, it's going to be huge for you. So, again, can Eli Jones getting his feet wet tonight? Can he kind of become a big piece for you, or at least just a piece at all, and help boost this pitching staff? I'm very excited to see how he fares in his debut for South Carolina. Speaking of the health of important Gamecocks, something else I'm looking for, the health – of Andrew Eister, and does he even play in this ball game? Because I'm not sure if you guys noticed. Um, obviously, Andrew Eister the weekend in Knoxville tweaked his groin, if you will, and he was in the DH spot, did not play outfield, was in the DH spot against Vandy. I don't know if you guys noticed, but when he had a couple of different base hits and was running the bases, you could tell I thought that he was sort of limping a little bit. So what is the health of Eister? Do they even play him in this game? I would not be shot at all if they sat him down and just let him rest that groin and just rest up and get ready for SEC play against Missouri this weekend. But if Andrew Eister does play, how does he look? What is the health like? Does Mark Kingston update us on that front? Guys, something else I'm looking forward to. Again, you're taking on a team that just lost 36-4 to to Campbell. And I've talked before, the opportunity in the midweek to continue to build confidence, to boost your stats, if you will, for lack of a better way of putting it, can your veteran bats stay hot? The guys like Brant Belk, Kevin Madden, Braylon Wimmer, Andrew Eister, if he does play, Colin Burgess, can those guys continue to be leaders for you in your lineup? Because, again, guys, these are the nights, these are the nights you want to have that, you know, you take two or three from Vandy. Hey, let's continue to swing it. Let's continue to do the little things, right? Let's stay focused. Let's approach the game the right way mentally. And that starts with your leader's, leading the way again you got a lot of freshmen contributing a lot of new faces but your leaders your veteran dudes need to rally the troops and say hey you know what let's approach this thing you know we're playing pc let's approach it like we're playing texas we're playing Vandy. we're playing clemson doesn't matter like we're playing tennessee like we're playing a top-ranked team but i want to see those veteran bats, man, continue to swing it well again this is a great opportunity kind of like you saw against gardner webb right you come out you have something to feel good about. You stay hot, continue to swing it well. Again, baseball is a momentum game. I want to see them continue to stay hot, swinging a stick. Um, also, guys, what I'm looking forward to, again, let's fake it, face it, South Carolina has a huge advantage in this ballgame. This is not a very good Presbyterian club. This, to me, is an empty-the-bench type of game. In the sense, you should see a lot of different faces, and I know we already have in regards to, you know, freshmen from guys like Hector and Lambrose and Stone and – and uh, God, others that I'm just slipping my mind. Either way, tons of different guys you've seen, you know, take the field for South Carolina, take the bump as well. This should be an opportunity tonight for different guys to get out there, get put in different situations. And and again, guys, you know, some people might look at this game, just gloss over, oh, it's just PC, whatever. And I I know a lot of people just gloss over the midweek, but – This is where the stars of tomorrow sort of come into their own. This is where you're able to find out who's ready to contribute, who needs more looks, who needs more at-bats, who needs more innings, stuff like that. So really excited to see South going to empty the bench and get a lot of guys some playing time tonight. Uh, Final thing, guys, I'm looking forward to. And I talked yesterday about just the mental side of the game and momentum. And momentum's a fickle mistress, right? And we've seen South Carolina – here and there capitalize on it this season we've seen them here and there squander it right and of course you're coming off a week last week a week ago to the date where you lost in the midweek at citadel granted i think that citadel team is much better than pc but tonight it's just simply all about keeping uncle mo in your dugout keeping momentum on your side right continuing to have confidence confidence breeds success which breeds more confidence which breeds more success so again do the little things right, attack this game the right way, because odds are going to say you're going to win the ball game, right? Odds are you're going to win, but how do you win? Are you able to go out, dominate, establish yourself, have some fun, man, swing it, hit the baseball over the yard. If you're on the mound, dominate, boost your numbers as well. Just do what you got to do to attack this baseball game the right way. Keep Uncle Mo on your side, and we'll celebrate the victory afterwards. Guys, let's talk key player for this game tonight. Let's move into that. And it is going to be, for me, Eli Jones. I, again, I, I think the rest of the way, you're going to see a lot of different faces. I think the lineup's pretty established at this point. But, you know, just getting back another pitcher, you know, obviously we got the news that Wesley Sweat is out for the season. Uh, he will not return. So, again, your, your pitchers have been dropping like flies early in the season. Can Eli Jones be a piece for you? Again, I'm not saying he's going to be your top bullpen on. I'm not saying he's going to be even your midweek starter every week. But anybody South Carolina can add is a plus. And Eli Jones, again, getting the baseball guy. I know they're really high on. They're excited to get him back. Brett Thomas also. They were excited to get back last week. But Eli Jones, for me, I'm most intrigued to see how he spends the baseball tonight. And again, can he be someone that you can depend on down the road? Guys, that takes me into my prediction. How will South of baseball fare against Presbyterian college tonight? Can they make it three straight wins and continue that momentum from the weekend after beating Vandy? Long story short, I I think South kind of does, guys. Again, I I think PC is well overmatched. I think the Gamecocks should be able to have their way with PC. I just don't think these two teams even belong on the same field together. And I'm not trying to jinx the Gamecocks in any way, but you look at what Presbyterian has done. Again, guys, 9-14 and overall, 1-5 and in conference play. And listen, this is a South kind of team that should take nothing for granted in the midweek, right? That's not the way to approach it. But from our perspective, from the fan perspective, we can look at the game and realize just how much of a mismatch this is. I think South kind of will have a lot of fun swinging the stick tonight on what should be a fairly warm night at Founders Park. And as Mark Kingston said over the weekend, and guys, if you've been watching kind of baseball for any bit of time, as you all know, when it's warm at Founders and that wind is blowing out, it is a lot of fun to be a hitter in that ballpark. And I think that will be the case. I do think the Gamecocks dominate this one. I don't see, I don't think you see. A lapse in concentration in the midweek or anything like that. I don't think you see a lapse in in effort or or focus, if you will. I think South kind of takes care of their business. I think it's a really fun night at the yard. I think you're going to see a lot of different dudes get opportunities. You're probably going to see some dudes come off the bench. That. You know, really haven't gotten many looks yet, but I think this night tonight is the night to do that. Probably going to be a bit of a Johnny Holstaff night. You're going to see a lot of different arms throw, guys who need work, if you will. And again, I think the Gamecocks will prevail in fairly easy fashion. I've got South kind of getting the win. Give me Gamecocks 14, the Presbyterian College Blue Hose. Two. So, again, I, I think it's a dominating performance, no matter what the score is. I, I think South Carolina takes care of business. I would not be shocked. This is like a Gardner-Webb 2.0 where there might even be a run rule in place, and South Carolina is able to end this one early after seven innings. So, again, give me USC 14, PC 2. I think it's a fun night at the yard. And I think the Gamecocks get their third straight win, and I do think they keep momentum on their side going into yet another big SEC weekend. So, guys, we'd love to hear your thoughts on the game tonight. Your prediction, key player, what you're most excited to watch for, all that good stuff is the Gamecocks take on PC. Now, before we get out of here, there's a couple different news and notes I want to get into on the basketball side of things, guys. Before we do, though, I got to tell you about our latest partner, the best real estate agent, the best real estate team in the local Columbia area. Of course, guys, I'm talking Marissa Kennedy, realtor and founding member of the Patrick O'Connor team with coldwell banker guys the proof is in the pudding with these guys the numbers tell the story the team has helped with over 250 families last year they work with both buyers and sellers in columbia and the surrounding areas guys they also do premium advertising to sell your home faster with high quality pictures and video and last year guys get this they sold homes for on average 5.4 percent more than the competition. Now, guys, right now, we're in a seller's market, but Marissa is able to get buyers under contract in new homes by being available to show homes as soon as they hit the market, collaborating with listing agents to write offers that meet the needs and wants of the sellers, and keeping up clear communication throughout the entire process to ensure they make it to the closing table without a hitch. Guys, give Marissa a call today, 803 406 1800 That's 803-406-1800. And also go like her Facebook page, at Marissa Kennedy Realtor. That's at Marissa Kennedy Realtor. Again, guys, the best real estate agent and the best real estate team in this area. Look no further than Marissa Kennedy Realtor and founding member of the Patrick O'Connor team with co-web Banker. And be sure to tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up show sent you. All right, guys, news and notes to get into. Let's start with women's basketball just really quickly. The game Gamecocks cruising past Creighton on Sunday. As I told you on the show yesterday, obviously I was recording that before the game even happened. There's really not a whole lot to discuss. I mean, I think what you saw is that Creighton did not belong on the floor with South Carolina, uh, which didn't shock me. Even the Gamecocks were a 13-point favorite. And I felt pretty confident. I felt pretty good going in that one that the Gamecocks would take care of their business. They did. Now you await the Final Four matchup on Friday. And then the National Championship on Sunday. So again, guys, it's going to be a very fun weekend. But I tell you this, I know there's some folks out there that that get nervous, and, and listen, I totally respect that. But. Don Staley and crew had this thing together, guys. It's like now now things are really heating up with the Final Four and the national title. But th- this, this team is on a mission, and I don't see, any, see anybody stopping them. But, um, yeah, huge win over Creighton and something I wasn't really surprised about. You could just tell the Blue Jays were absolutely overwhelmed by our size, our speed, our athleticism. And, uh, yeah, Dawn Staley's squad is the definition of it feels good to be good. Now, on the men's side, some different news. Uh, the transfer portal giveth... And the transfer portal taketh away. And and this is the move. This is the transfer that hurts, right? Devin Carter officially announcing he's hitting the portal. Also, Mike Green announcing he's transferring. And guys, I I said it before, and I'll just say it again. I mean, listen, we knew this was going to happen. We did. This isn't surprising to anybody. Um, You know, it's funny. I was even talking to a buddy of mine Sunday night at the watch party for the women's game. I said, dude. The one that's going to hurt is when Devin Carter announces he's leaving. And sure enough, look what happens. Devin Carter has announced that he's leaving. So, I mean, listen, guys, when you rip off the Band-Aid and you make a change, you know, there's going to be things like this that happen. It doesn't mean that it was the wrong decision. It doesn't mean it was the incorrect decision. But you know what? It's just simply going to happen. So you got to live with it. You got to keep it moving. Lamont Paris, we all know he's got his work cut out for him, but he knew it was going to be a challenge. We knew it was going to be a challenge for him when he took the job. We got to embrace the guy, wrap our arms around him, and get behind him. So, uh, obviously, I mean, it sucks. Devin Carter, a fantastic player. But, but I will say this, guys, and this isn't to knock any of the players that were were on the team last year or anything like that. But I, I just see fans, oh, this is what you wanted. This is this. Don't be complaining this, that, whatever. And, guys, if you're expecting me to shed tears over a bunch of players from a team, that, that, uh, you know, didn't even make the NIT. I, I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm not doing that. I, I'm just not doing that, bro. Um, I'm just not doing that. So, listen, I wish these guys the best. I appreciate them all they did, all the great memories, but we'll be fine. We'll be fine. Trust in Lamont Paris. Get behind Lamont Paris. Obviously, he's got his work cut out for him. But you know what, guys? The beautiful thing is this. You can pick up players in the transfer portal. We can go get guys. So, it, it, it giveth. And it taketh away. We'll see what happens. Guys, appreciate you all tuning in. That's going to do it all for me. Again, would love to hear your thoughts, your comments, your feedback, everything else. And, guys, stay tuned. We have got an action-packed week. Tons of stuff going on, content bleeding out the eyeballs. And, again, going to be a very fun week. Guys, appreciate you all tuning in. Thank you all so much for love and support. I'm out of here. Go Cox, beat Presbyterian, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.